When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, for the first time in almost three years, Black Caps uh, batsman and current captain Tom Latham featured for Canterbury in the T20 Super Smash last night, and uh, he did it in style. 34 of 19 balls at Hagley Oval to help the Kings beat the Auckland Aces. And uh, Tom joins us now. There's a little bit of irony, Tom. You used the... Uh, uh, I, I've got to say, you used the DRS system pretty well during your test innings in Christchurch, but you would have liked to, to have it last night, I understand, with that delivery from Lockie Ferguson. Good morning to you. Morning, Smither. Yeah, uh, obviously it would have been nice to, to have it, but um, I guess that's sport and, and that's cricket, and, and sometimes it uh, doesn't go all your way, but it was obviously at the end, at the end of the day, it was nice to, nice to get the win, and um, the way the guys played was outstanding. So, uh, yeah, on to the next one. You are the perfect uh, person to talk to about this subject because um, you're a true red and black, have been since day one, always will be. Uh, so what are your early memories? We asked a few people yesterday, your memories of, of Lancaster Park. Now, they're going, uh, my understanding is um, we're talking to a gentleman, Andrew Rutledge, very shortly, Tom, that uh, they're starting to, to do things back on the site of Lancaster Park, the old Lancaster Park. What are your, what are your first memories of, of Lancaster Park? Um, first memories probably would have been of... Uh, watching Dad there to be honest, I was I was very young um, when Dad was still playing, um, but I do remember heading down there with, with my brother um, and watching him vaguely. But um, probably the big the biggest memories would have been um, going down and watching watching the Crusaders there. Uh, always used to turn up to, to all the home games and, and watch them there. So uh, some pretty some pretty cool memories. Obviously watched some uh, some cool Black Caps games there as well when when Brendan McCullum got a uh, hundred games. Uh, Australia in the T20, so uh, yeah, it's obviously was an iconic ground, and yeah, I do, I do hear there uh, got some construction underway, which is which is pretty exciting. Yeah, it is indeed, uh, Tom. Pro uh, Cantab there can't uh, talk about sport without mentioning the Crusaders, so I, I figured that would be the case. Uh, right, <laughs> let's look at um, let's look at the Canterbury Kings, second now on the Super Smash table, six wins, two losses, getting it right at the right time. Yeah, we are. Um, obviously, it's nice to see that playing um, with with the Canterbury boys. Obviously, as you said, it's been about three years since I played a T20 game for them. But um, I guess the way they've been performing over the season has been uh, has been really good. And uh, I guess another good performance last night. It wasn't there. It wasn't a perfect performance, but um, you know we managed to to find a way, especially with the ball. I think the way the uh, the way the ball was, was set the tone in that power play uh, was outstanding, and we sort of just kept on building. Through, uh, building on that throughout the throughout the bowl inning, so um, yeah, it was obviously a, a good win, and uh, got two more games. Uh, obviously, top of the table clash um, next game, so uh, yeah, that'll be exciting as well. 
Tom, we always uh, talk in rugby terms about the production line that Canterbury Rugby seems to have, which flows on uh, to the Crusaders, of course, and then, of course, to the All Blacks. But uh, what about the cricket side of things? You pop in and out of the side uh, when uh, time permits and availability is there. Uh, we looked at a player like, uh, for instance, yesterday, Henry Shipley took three for 14 last night, was a standout performer. Is the, the state, the depth of Canterbury cricket there as it has been for most of the time I can remember? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, there were a couple of guys that, that I actually haven't played with um, in the side last night, which is exciting. It's nice to to see guys get get opportunities. And, and as you said, to, uh, you know, when you get a chance to come back uh, or when, you, when you're away, it gives other guys opportunities to play. And, um, yeah, I think that the depth is, is building nicely. Someone like Henry Shipley has been around the group for, uh, for quite a long time now, to be fair. He's um, had a... Um, unfortunate run of, of injuries, but um, you know this year has managed to stay on the park um, all summer, and and I guess we 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 know his talent, and uh, you know it's great to see that um, you know other people are starting to see it as well. He's a he's a genuine all rounder that uh, can bowl pretty quick and, and pretty heavy, and, and he can whack the ball out of the park. So um, you know it's great to see guys getting their opportunities, and and I guess showing themselves that they can perform at that level as well. So um, you know, I guess the more opportunities they get at the le- that level, the I guess the more learnings that will be taken and, and hopefully they can take that forward in their games as well. Tom, how hard is it to transition from being a, an opening batsman in test cricket on a, a ground one week, return to that ground the next week after a marathon innings and turn around and play T20 cricket? How hard is it to, to make the transition? Um, yeah, I, I guess that there's a few challenges there, but uh, I guess in international sport nowadays you need to uh, adapt pretty quickly whether that's uh, international tour away or you might play a test and then a one day or T20 uh, a few days later so I think it's more just a, a mindset shift really in terms of um, you know being a little bit more aggressive and um, trying to take a, a few different options but um, for me it's all, all about sort of trusting um, you know my position at the crease if I can get into strong positions uh, back or front foot then and uh, you know, give yourself a chance to, to strike the ball and, and hit gaps and and potentially hit the ball over the top. So, um, yeah, from from that, it's just more a mind, mind shift change and to, to be a little bit more aggressive. Still got your eyes possibly on the T20 World Cup in Australia later this year? I, I know your attitude, you want to play as much as you can. Um, yeah, obviously, um, you know, that would be a, a great goal, but um, you know, I certainly know that I haven't played a, a lot of T20 cricket uh, as of late. Um, as you mentioned earlier, it's been three years. Um, since I've played for Canterbury, which is which is a bloody long time, but um, you know I just enjoy playing that format, um, enjoy sort of running around, and I also didn't have the gloves last night, but uh, enjoy sort of uh, the change of uh, the change of pace of T20 cricket, and look if that opportunity comes, then great. But um, you know I'm not focused on that uh, entirely. If it um, happens, I'd obviously love to love to be there, but um, it's just about trying to take each game that comes and uh, and try to sort of perform for Canterbury and uh, and see what happens really. Of course, uh, it's been about a week since uh, that uh, great victory in Christchurch uh, at Hagley Oval over over Bangladesh. But uh, in a way, it had to be because uh, the performance uh, at the Mount was was not uh, up to scratch by um, your standards, I'm sure. Uh, what did you do in between times? Was it a, a personal reflection? Did you have many team meetings, etc., to, to, to sort of say uh, what we've got to do to fix this? Um, yeah, we, we sort of um, had our usual um, couple of couple of trainings beforehand, and I guess the batters and bowlers, uh, you know, sat down as a group and, and just sort of talked through, 
a few things that uh, that we needed to change uh, from a bowling point of view. We're sort of trying to um, bowl in partnerships a little bit more and, and build pressure at both ends and, and keep handing the batting over, uh, which I thought, uh, you know, they did a fantastic job. And, and then from the batting point of view, it was just trying to, it was about trying to build partnerships and, and make sure they were significant partnerships. And um, I guess, you know, men and young men managed to do that. Um, day one, and obviously Dev as well when when he came out. So um, I guess making those little contributions, all those bigger contributions, and and making those partnerships, big partnerships, was was a massive focus. And and I thought the way we were able to shift um, from, as you said, the performance that we weren't quite, um, it wasn't quite to our standard, um, but to, to then turn it around and, and beat Bangladesh in three days um, was yeah, was a was a good turnaround. I saw the pitch um, or. A- a photo of the pitch before uh, the game. Um, obviously, uh, there was a serious uh, green nature to it. Um, a toss that you lose. What, first of all, your your thoughts on losing the toss, and then uh, also, could you have possibly imagined the scoreline on the evidence of that pitch at the end of the first day? Yeah, it was certainly a toss that we would have uh, that we would have bowled first as well. Um, so to, I guess, to lose another one was <laughs> wasn't ideal. But um, yeah, I, I think the you look at the end of day one to, to be in that position was yeah, it was outstanding, and I thought yeah, and sort of the way we were able to uh, to put their bowlers under a little bit of pressure, a little bit of pressure, and you know, we certainly knew that they were becoming um, they're full of confidence, and and I guess to I guess the rate we scored at as well was uh, probably the most important thing in terms of uh, putting them under pressure when when they missed, we we certainly we scored, and um, you know the, the football was able to keep ticking over, so uh, we managed to well we, we sort of when they bowled full, we hurt them, and and then when they bowled short, they uh, we hurt them as well. And I guess the length they they bowled was for that back of the length, and and when on wickets, when when you bowl that back of the length, it makes it a little bit easier to leave the ball. So um, yeah, I thought the the pressure that we put on them to um, to adjust to bowling that back of the length was was outstanding, and um, and I guess that sort of showed in the yeah, the rate that we scored at, and and in the position we were in to declare uh, not long after lunch. You're up to the fringe of uh, the top 10 yourself in terms of the Test match batting rankings. Uh, what do you reckon the, the key's been, yet, uh, your consistency there? Because you have to front up uh, to get to that level. There's so many fine players around the world. Is it is it as, as simple as, as just good old-fashioned hard network, etc.? Yeah, I think so. I think there's always a, um, there's always a time where you... Uh, you're always looking to tinker with things, or you're you're looking to. Um, I'm a bit of perfect, a bit perfectionist when it comes to training and trying to, um, you know, make sure that I'm, um, you know, my technique um, on point. But uh, yeah, I guess it's more the, the the technical and the sort of mindset as well in terms of. I, I certainly have the understanding as an opener that, that some days it's not going to happen, or there'll be a period of times where it doesn't happen, and um, it's just about sort of trusting your game as as much as possible and. If you do have a a lean run of form, then um, you know knowing that that it's not too far away the next performance, and um, you know sort of understanding your role as well. Uh, you know your role might be slightly different here in New Zealand, where the wickets are sort of more favourable to to the bowlers. But um, yeah, I think the trust elements the the really important thing for me is is trusting trusting my game, trusting my technique, and and just sort of letting things unfold from there. Now, the series that's uh, up, upcoming, uh, the next test series, of course, is against South Africa, and uh, they did pretty well. They came back to beat uh, India. I imagine you take, uh, were taking a good, uh, a good look at some of them, particularly their bowling attack as such, which is based around, it's based around pace, uh, as we are. So 
would it suit us? Would it suit us to make those green pitches against them? Would it? Would it? Would it suit us to perhaps be a little bit more all-round thinking against uh, South Africa, who really haven't got too much of a noted spin attack? Yeah, I think, yeah. From a from a bowling point of view, the, uh, both sides have a, have a great pace attack. Um, you know, certainly watched that series with a lot of interest. Uh, you know, they played really well against the against the quality Indian side. So, uh, you know, we certainly know we're going to have to perform really well uh, against them. They'll be sort of full of confidence coming over here, and, and you know, I, I guess these conditions we've uh, you know we've had sporting wickets um, for bowlers for, for a long time now, and we've we sort of found a way to, to play on these surfaces and um, and yeah, I guess it's sort of been the blueprint for us. But um, you know, I guess we'll have to wait and see what uh, what sort of surfaces that we get um, when we when we turn up to Hagley and in the basin. Um, you know, traditionally two grounds that are probably the the quickest uh, in the country. So uh, I guess that um, you know looks uh, exciting from a from a bat and ball competition. So uh, I know the guys will be looking forward to getting stuck into that. One thing we know for sure, Tom, is that it will be a dressing room without Ross Taylor after uh, that great career. That'll that'll be slightly different. Yeah, it will be. Um, I think he's probably someone that I've played uh, the most amount of cricket with for New Zealand. So uh, not to have him at first slip or uh, not to have him in the dressing room will be will be slightly different. Uh, I'm sure it'll take a little bit of adjusting um, for the first few games. But um, you know, someone that had such an amazing career over. 17 years, I think it was, to, for him to perform uh, in conditions all around the world uh, against all opposition. And it was a, you know, it's an outstanding career, and uh, I guess it now presents opportunity for, for other guys to, to fill his shoes. So, um, you know, that's an exciting opportunity for, for someone else as well. Good captains uh, uh, are noted for having hunches and cashing in on hunches. Why'd you bowl him? Why the hell did you give him a bowl to finish his career? <laughs> Uh, that was probably the most pressure I felt in my international career. Actually, it was when the whole crowd were chanting "Bowl Ross, Bowl Ross," and then our boys started joining in on that sound as well. So uh, the umpires actually played their part quite nicely. It was you know, they said it was too dark to to bowl scenes, so uh, you know there was only uh, no one one option really was to, to bowl Ross, and actually landed all three of them bloody perfectly. So uh, it was. Uh, I guess a way that he probably didn't think his test career would finish, but um, I guess a pretty cool moment to, to be involved in from to, to get the last wicket was that was pretty cool. So I mentioned before a dressing room without Ross Taylor. Yeah, it will be uh, it will be different. Uh, a possible lineup without Ross Taylor and Kane Williamson was uh, would be almost unthinkable. But uh, where do we? Uh, I, I would imagine you've had a little bit of contact with with Kane. He's stayed away because uh, you've been the skipper as such, but. Um, where's he at? Do, have we got any uh, any sort of uh, overview of, of of his injury situation and his possible availability? Do, do you know? Uh, I not I haven't spoken to him since um, since the last or since the test finished. But uh, you know, by the sound of things, he was tracking uh, reasonably nicely. Um, but when we saw him, so uh, you know, fingers crossed. You know, there's a little bit more time um, before the test match, so uh, you know, fingers crossed that. Uh, his rehab can can go well, and and hopefully he can be back on the party. Obviously, he's a massive, uh, you know, member of our group. Obviously, the skipper as well. So, uh, you know, fingers crossed we can have him back for the series. Conway has been brilliant, Kevin Conway, no doubt about it. I mean, his record initially uh, in his career is is everything that we uh, thought it might be on the evidence of, of his uh, play before he came into the Black Caps. But the, the the player I'd like you to 
to tell us just a wee bit more about because uh, I think he's going to be quite instrumental going ahead. Is Will Young. We don't know too much about him. We know he's been a fringe player. Uh, what have you noticed about Will? Um, yeah, look, Will Young has uh, you know, had, a, had a great start since he's um, come in, I think. Over the last couple of years, he's sort of been the, uh, the, been the backup batter, but um, I guess the, the opportunity that he's taken uh, at the top of the order uh, you know, over in India and, and also you know, in, uh, the first two tests uh, against Bangladesh has been great and, and someone that sort of grew up in, in the middle order, but for him to uh, make the shift up to, to the top of the order, and I think the, the way he's gone about things has been uh, you know, really good. I think his temperament's outstanding. He's, he plays all around the wicket and um, plays off back and front foot. So, uh, you know, he, he started really nicely, and uh, you know, he's building a nice sort of found, well, building a nice foundation at the top of the order as well. So, uh, you know, he's, he's another exciting player to watch, and um, another guy that uh, you know sort of had limited opportunities over the last couple of years. But uh, you know, when he's played, he, he's certainly taken those opportunities. So, uh, you know, certainly very exciting for Youngie as well. Well, that's good. Good news, uh, Tom. Uh, congratulations on your individual performance. Wonderful innings. Uh, and the fact that you've uh, kept and decided to come back in style. So uh, thanks for your time this morning. I uh, hope you continue to enjoy those T20 hitouts and uh, look forward to uh, the success of the Canterbury Kings ongoing. Thank you, mate. Right. Thanks a lot, Smithy. Yeah, cheers. Tom Latham there, of course. Uh, added responsibility of captaining uh, his country as well as uh, the joy of getting back into T20 cricket, loves his cricket and very disciplined about everything he does in the game and what a fine record he is fashioning as an opening batsman.